Hello and welcome to Free the Belly podcast with me, Luana Landolt Dierger. On this podcast, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about why I decided to do this, my own journey to free my belly, and speak to some extraordinary and ordinary people about their own journey regarding the topic. So, on to why I chose the name Free the Belly. Well, the reason for it is that I found that through my own quest for better health, that many of us hold tension in the center of our bodies, and that this can get in the way of us living pain-free and authentic lives. We all have tensions or blockages on some level that can manifest themselves very differently, whether that be physical, mental, spiritual, or even emotional. And we're all at different stages of this journey of overcoming these limitations. Some of us are still identifying them while others are actively working on it or even resolving them. Some of these tensions may be holding in our breath as a result of trauma, suffering from digestive or gut issues that keep us from doing the things that we love, or even sucking in our tummies to appear in a certain way. It could be not allowing our gut feeling to be heard in our professional and personal lives, repressing our creativity to fit into social norms and perfectionist ideals, or expressing self-isolation due to withholding from emotional intimacy. The list can go on and on. On this podcast, I will speak to different individuals from all walks of life, medical and health professionals, motivational speakers, business owners, mothers, parents, and many more who will share with us their stories about how they freed their bellies and how they help others free their own. Our sixth guest is Louise Butler, a passionate instructor and advocate for Pilates and its positive impact on mental health and physical well-being. She was inspired to become a Pilates instructor six years ago after witnessing the incredible benefits that it had for her mother post-chemotherapy and reconstruction surgery. She's been helping many others ever since. Today, Louise will share with us how a few posture tweaks can bring about some incredible changes to our mind and feel more confident and connected with ourselves, along with many other tips that can be applied by anyone, anyone preparing for a big event, pregnancy, childbirth, men, women, people of age, and even help with insomnia. I hope you enjoy. You know how you have these people that have shaped you in your life? Well, Louise is one of them for me. She has quite literally shaped me in every way, both mentally and physically. Through her Pilates class and her gentle guidance, she really was able to bring both my mind and body together to become friends and give me the results that I've never had before. Welcome, Louise. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your story and give us some tips on how to bring both body and mind together through gentle movement. Well, Luana, thank you so much for having me in your studio as opposed to my Pilates studio. It's an honor and I feel very flattered um, to be here today um, because I think it's such an important and interesting topic, freeing the belly. Um, So I'm a Pilates instructor. Um, I have... Um, an online Pilates platform called Live Brave. Um, I am a mother of two little girls who are now, Gigi's about to turn four and Maggie is a year and a half. Um, I'm a wife um, to Joss, um, who's actually an international cricketer. And um, I'm a sister, I have two brothers. I'm a daughter. Um, my mum and dad live down in the West Country. That's where we, we all grew up. 
Um, that's pretty much sums up me. <laughs> and you're based in London? Based in London, wow. um, so just across the river to you, um, in Clapham. So. I first mm-hmm. met, I made my way to Louise um, about a year ago, getting ready for my, well, what I thought was a bride body. And it was definitely removing, in fact, that whole bride body um, stigma about it, which I really enjoyed it. And it was a lot more aligned in the direction that I wanted to go towards. Yeah, I think, um, well, I mean, when you first sent me a message saying, can we do some one-to-one Pilates, um, I often have that from brides because I do think there is that added pressure. You know, you're suddenly going to, you know, you're the the belle of the ball, you're the star of the show. Um, And there is this this pressure that you suddenly have to lose weight or you have to look a certain way to get married. Mm. Part of me... You know, you do want to feel your best, and I am all for that, but I do think that there is a line that girls just have to take, you know, there's a a balance, Um, and it really upsets me when I do see women suddenly lose a lot of weight. I've had friends who have lost a lot of weight Mm. um, before their wedding. Um, They're looking at other brides losing weight, but at the same time, you know, you do want to feel your best. I've actually created a bride body um series which yeah. i know you followed which is <laughs> is it six it was four weeks yeah it was um, on repeat so i i, I redid the first few weeks a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it ta- i mean I, I break it down in a different way so you know it's nice to be able to target your arms target target your bum target your your abs but you know, you don't have to be doing it for an hour. You only need to be doing it for half an hour. I do it more also for time for you. Yeah. You know, you're going to see change in your body because you're you're targeting those small intrinsic muscles. So in Pilates, mm-hmm. that's what we do. We we don't use your big global mu- muscles. We use your smaller stabilizing muscles. Mm. And when you're working your your stabilizing muscles that's what's going to give you the tone the definition that's going to give you the length um and that's really for a bride that's I'm not saying lose weight I'm saying why don't we try and tone up why don't we give you those lines why don't we make you feel good in all the right places I know for you you wanted you know you you were going to have your shoulders on show your your back yeah absolutely didn't the work the worst thing you could do is stop eating because then or or lose too much weight because then you're going to lose that that beautiful structure in your arms and your upper back so actually when you're moving in the correct way you're going to see change but beautiful change because you're going to have that definition in those in those lines I Mm. really liked it because I think for me it was I was fixated more on the fact that I needed to have good posture Mm -hmm. and um, the first thing that we do when we do good postures to suck in our tummy Mm -hmm. um, the reason that I had my shoulders exposed I was like okay no I just have to have to hold myself in a better way but through the work that we did I realized that a lot of it was building a second nature posture rather than sucking your tummy in or totally so that's something that why people do Pilates the reason a lot of people do Pilates is to improve their posture and so for a bride I actually want to try something with you right now (laughs) so when you if you were to try and smile slouch down it's actually quite hard to so if you just like allow your shoulders to roll in you slouch your your spine you look down it's quite hard to smile 
Now let's change it. So let's now sit up really tall. Let's just widen your collarbones. Sit with your head above your rib cage, your pelvis. It's actually much easier to smile. Mm. Now try and frown when you're sat up tall. It's oh, yeah. hard. <laughs> Whereas when you're slouched, that's it's true. easy. So it's, that's that's interesting. Posture brings about that confidence. Yeah. It also brings that physical change. Um, and for a bride, that's something, mm. if you're sitting up, if you're standing, if you're able to walk down that aisle mm. where you are, you know, you, a lot of supermodels often <clears throat> come and do Pilates before they walk down the catwalk because they want to be that inch taller. Oh, so wow. it's not necessarily about pulling in the tummy or slimming down. It's yeah. actually finding that length and that, you know, that, that confidence. Yeah. Um, I always tell Louise as well, for me, Pilates is where I found my happy place as far as doing exercise every day. Um, it's, it's for me better than a cup of coffee. Um, I think oh. moving my body with the right guidance like yours, mm. because Louise is so good with her words and she will break it down in such a illustrate, like she will paint a picture in your mind. No, I think that's the thing is that obviously... You know, all my Pilates has now gone online, so I want people to be able to feel like they're in the room with me. So I, w I want people to be able to close their eyes, come into their bodies, be able to actually move through their bodies. So understand. So when we're talking about freeing the, the, the belly, to me, I'm like, right, okay, what exactly does that mean? You know, if I had somebody in my Pilates studio or watching me online and they close their eyes, like, what does that actually look like? Mm. So uh, when I'm doing my Pilates, I'm talking to different people, okay? Pilates doesn't discriminate against anybody. That's why it's such a powerful movement. So we have... Yeah. I, a lot of my women are pre- and postnatal, and having had two girls, I know <clears throat> the anatomy, the physiology, which is going on inside their bodies... So I know how important it is mm -hmm. to release the tummy or release the belly. So one thing that is coming up over and over again at the moment for pre- and postnatal ladies is that we are told always to strengthen our pelvic floor, pull in our tummy, lift up, squeeze, squeeze... But we have to remember a pelvic floor, for example, is a muscle. Mm. So a pelvic floor is a sling of muscles which mm -hmm. runs from your pubic bone and then connects to your sacred, your, your tailbone. So it's like a, a hammock, okay? And what we have to think about is that it contracts a bit like a bicep and it then <clears throat> lengthens, it then releases, mm -hmm. it softens. So what happens is that women who are being told to strengthen, 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 are then over-tightening and lifting and holding and gripping onto this muscle. This muscle is actually meant to give, it's meant to soften, it's meant to relax. So when I'm thinking, when I'm teaching my Pilates, I want people to understand everything that is going on in our body, we need to be able to move efficiently and effectively. So when we're then doing our everyday movements, so when we're walking, when we're running, when we're reaching for a plate, we want our muscles to do the job correctly. So we, just in the same way as our pelvic floor, the reason that people, women live with incontinence or pain during sex or... Mm. 
pelvic pain, any of these things that women have to go live by, they shouldn't, is because they're not educated in the way. So maybe they're gripping, they're holding onto their pelvic floor too much, so it's actually not functioning correctly. Mm. So it's learning to free the belly, to let go, release that pelvic floor, let your tummy hang out. Yeah. And then on the on the times that we need to contract it, then we're able to hold it and then release it yeah. like every other muscle. So for freeing the belly, so that's just my pre and postnatal ladies. Then I've got my young professionals um, who are living very busy lives that they're trying to keep up with and trying to do absolutely everything in one day. Um, and I think my Pilates online has given that opportunity, more opportunity for men and women to have that space, that time for themselves. So 20 minutes on their mat, they can wear whatever they like, they don't have to be seen by anyone else, and just time for them to move and think only about the movement that they are doing and about themselves. I think that is crucial in today's world where we're trying to pack in 20 million things mm. every day and their pressure and I think that's the other thing with Pilates one of the main things is breathing that's a, a principle of Pilates so it also allows them to breathe my my third demographic that I speak to is men I um I think men are equally under pressure to be earning and being seen to look a certain physique it's just the same as women but on the what happens to men is that they then go to the gym they don't work out correctly so then they get injured and then they're not able to then work out mm. for two months so what pilates allows them to do is do it alongside their training so that they then work out correctly and then they don't get injured I think also for men when they do pilates they realize oh wow like this is actually quite hard oh, because yeah. I don't use these muscles <laughs> usually yeah. and then they then use that it's a bit like I don't know educating you to then go and do your workouts properly so you learn to do a press up properly in pilates then you can take it into the gym and add some load add some weight mm -hmm. And then you're going to see change in your body. So we've got all these people who we who I talk to. You know, I've got my women, I've got my men, I've got my busy people, and then I've got more the holistic. You know, maybe the slightly older generation who again have now found something that they can do with maybe their partner. I have lots of couples who oh. are in their 60s or their 70s who message me and they say, Lou, Lou we're on the mat, we're doing oh. your Pilates today together. And I think that's the other thing about, you know, movement. Once you've done it, it's invigorating. And if you've got someone to do it with you, or even if you're alone, like, that's why, I, you yeah. know, that's why I love my Pilates so much. It's just trying to make people feel happy and yeah. healthy. I'm interrupting this episode to quickly tell you about my new free resource, the Wheel of Life Workbook. Do you find yourself feeling anxious, lost, wondering what the hell you're supposed to be doing to find balance, health, joy, success? Don't worry, I've been there too, and so have many of my clients. But here's the thing, the key to figuring all this stuff out is to start having a clear picture of what your life is like currently. Once you know where you're at in all these areas in your life, from finance, career, education, 
to your health, relationships and home environment and everything in between, you can start getting a clear view of your life and figure out what's not working and what is. The Wheel of Life workbook is my favorite tool to use with my clients as it gives you the power to uncover what you really want in order to feel happy, healthy and fulfilled. Download your copy of the Wheel of Life workbook now. Head over to www.yourawellness.com forward slash free dash workbook. That's www.yourawellness.com forward slash free dash workbook. All right, now back to the episode. You've got um, this one program that I, whenever I'm feeling like, you know, I need to start from the bottom, but instead mm. of calling it the bottom is uh, love every part. Yeah. Um, and then there's also the, the, the confidence one. The, yeah, we've um, got the confidence challenge and also the, the self-appreciation that's challenge. That's the one. I remember I you saying it. you love that one. Self-appreciation, yeah. because I don't know, it, I don't know if it's something to do with the way, the name <laughs> of it. I think it's so important to just do a challenge called self-appreciation. Because... To- uh, totally. We don't, we don't appreciate ourselves and I think that's the other thing it's you know my big thing is love your mind you know love your body and love the way you feel I think that's you know something that I want to I want to get people to have more confidence and appreciate themselves more because we you know we're all hard on ourselves like I'm I'm hard on myself what what sort of um struggles have you come across any belly related so the reason I got into Pilates was actually because of my mum um my mum got diagnosed with breast cancer seven years ago and part of her rehabilitation was Pilates and what was so lovely is I I was at home I was about 20 23 24 so it was after I university and i just um I was applying for jobs so it's quite a good interim time and mum would go to Pilates and I started going with her and it was then that I realized how powerful a movement could be for well especially I could see my mum my mum was in a room filled with other women men in their 50s 60s and it gave them so much happiness and mentally physically it was getting my mum stronger in her body because she was being able to mobilize more in her arms and across her chest but equally she was becoming so much stronger in her in her mind because she was surrounded by people who were also going through things and who couldn't move the way they used to be able to move or were trying to get back to how they used to feel so there was her instructor then. Oh, she was just amazing. I, she was she was an inspiration. She was who I wanted to be. I wanted to be able to help people in the way she did. I wanted to be able to give people that feeling of energy and power and uh, happiness again. And I actually got a job at Adidas. I worked for Adidas for a couple of years. I loved it. And then when my husband and I got engaged he's a professional athlete he plays cricket for England so he was traveling all over the world and at that point we were trying to work out how we could make it easier for us to be together so it was then when I embarked on my Pilates journey and I decided I really you know actually if I really think to what I love was 
Pilates and yeah. and I found the anatomy, the physiology, everything. The straight. There's so much to obviously learn every day. There's something I learn yeah. about the, the body. So I did my exams. I became a Pilates instructor. I had a little studio in Clapham, um, yes. and then COVID happened, and then that's when it went online. And I, you know, I really haven't looked back since because I had um, my two children then, and. It, this is then coming back to your your question as well of like you know have I been through some things I after I had Gigi I got postnatal insomnia and oh oh, it was really really scary um I think it's because I I'd never I you know I've been fortunate enough never to have had anxiety before or suffered really with any mental health problems and then she was born in the April um and it the England um cricket were actually they had a world cup in in the country at that time um so it's that summer and you know being a new mum I I you know I didn't know what it was like to be a new mum in the sense that I thought that I could just carry on like I did before and live my life exactly the same so when Gigi was only three four weeks old I got on the road with Joss my husband and we did the whole summer staying in hotels I was going from cricket match to cricket match I took Gigi everywhere but of course at the same time I was up through the nights um and I I basically I became wired I I stopped being able to sleep um and it was, oh God, when I see other women, you know, I, I sometimes see on Instagram or I get people messaging me because they've been through it and they say to me, oh God, I'm getting postnatal insomnia. And it it really, really is very scary. And when I it would get every afternoon to about four o'clock and I could feel, it was like my subconscious telling me, oh my God, it's nearly bedtime and you're going to have to sleep. And it's that pressure to sleep because, you know, if you're feeding at, I don't know, 11pm and then 3am and you you only have that short window to sleep, I could feel myself. And then, of course, you're then not relaxing. You're, everything's spinning around. Every, you know, you've got adrenaline in your body. You can feel it. Your nervous system is running at a million miles an hour. And, oh God, I... I look back at that time and it was really scary. I actually, a couple of times, uh, well, one night I had to wake up my husband and be like, I'm going to have a panic attack. Mm. I can hardly breathe. So from then was a time that I actually started to really have to think about what I could do to help myself. And I'd never been in that situation before. So what is it that is going to calm me down? What is it that's going to make me feel like me again? And those things, okay, was Pilates, time on my mat, 15 minutes. And the other thing was breathing. This is when I learned to breathe properly. And this was something that my husband, because he's in a you know, he's under pressure. He has to look after his mental well-being, his physical well-being. And something that he does and believes in so much is the way you breathe. So we did it together. And it, oh, oh my God, it's something that now I just, I cannot advocate more is that 
when you breathe slowly and properly, so your inhale, I'm sure someone will tell me otherwise, but I don't believe it's important, but your exhale, so the longer you can breathe out and the more that you can let go of everything, your nervous system is then going to calm down and you can feel your heart rate lower. So that's something that I started to do. It was it became part of my routine. I would get into bed. I would spend time on my breathing. A cup just a couple of minutes where I would really try and bring that whole like anxiety, adrenaline, heart rate down and then spend time in bed instead of fighting the feeling. And that's something that Joss really helped me with is that he said to me Louise it's okay not to to feel like this Mm. and let's not fight it so when you start feeling like this just know that that phase is going to go so when you are lying there and you cannot sleep and you're thinking oh my god I've got to sleep I've got to sleep I've got to sleep looking at the time completely change that mindset of it's okay if you don't sleep yeah. What's the worst that's going to happen? Like you're going to get up tomorrow. You know you you're you're function. You function yeah. for the last couple of months with insomnia. You're going to be fine and this is a phase that you're going to get through. Mm-hmm. Let your mind wander. Let your mind think about anything it wants to think about. So that time in my life, it was really scary, but it's a time that now I always go back to. When I am worried or I feel, uh, you know, I think it's something when I'm away from my girls, I never thought I'd be that kind of mum where if I was away from them, I would get worried. But it's obviously now ingrained in my sleep. So when I get into bed and say if I'm, it's quite rare I'm away from them, but if I do have the odd night away, I do get a slight feeling of, oh God, am I going to sleep? But it's then learning how to deal with it. And I think breathing, letting that belly go, letting everything go yeah. is so important. And it, it, I, you know, to help anyone I can in that sense, I would, yeah, I'd want, I want to do. Yeah, um, did Joss have specific exercises that he guided you through? or did, How did you get started? Because I think... One of the Mm. scary things is to not know where to start. Yeah, I think... So, Joss uses the Breathwork app. And Mm. there is specific breathing exercises, one specifically for breathing. It takes two minutes, and it's a sound bar that you listen to. So when you inhale, it's a sound bar. You then hold for five seconds, and then another sound to exhale so it takes two minutes and you just listen to that that breath that sound bar so you know when to inhale and when to exhale so that was really helpful joss also has one so before for performance so before he's going out to play a match he does the same it's quite a small routine but he will go into the bathroom or type somewhere where he's alone mm-hmm. um and he does nostril breathing so he holds onto one side of the nostril he breathes in through one side and then out through the other side 
and again it's that it's that way of circulating that oxygen around mm. the body calm the nervous system mm. it I never used to really believe in it before, but since having children, you know, it's so important. Yeah. And that's something with my Pilates. Wow, the strength that you can, the, from your breathing, yeah. you know, when you exhale, you can find strength as well. That's a huge yeah. thing. And then obviously, since having children, you know, the, the pelvic floor, learning all about the anatomy of that is a huge thing. And then, of course, actually giving birth. I mean, the power the, of breath and, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I find the human body for women just incredible. Like, how, how we do it. But it's also such a... It, it's, you know, it's a maternal... It's an animalistic thing that happens. It just yeah. takes over in our bodies. Yeah. And then we we are then able to give birth. And it, again, it's that, that letting your belly go. Yeah. Like, wow. I think what I, mm. I really find interesting with the way that you, again, going back to your classes, but that taught me a lot about breathing and the power of it is you talk about a lot about babies and you say if you look at babies, they're always mm. breathing with their mouth open. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think going... That and it's come back so many times in so many stages of mm. my life where we are reminded to go back to who we were and what we are. Absolutely. That is something that I just say to people, right, watch your baby. Watch your baby sit. They yeah. sit perfectly upright, their head stacked above their rib cage, on top of their pelvis, up on their sit bones, and their yeah. tummy is hanging out. Yep. They walk with their tummy, their belly out. Mm. They've got that nat their natural curvature in their spine. Mm. So they've got their upper thoracic, we have a, a curve at the top of our spine, we then go in where our lumbar spine is and then our, our little booty sticks out. That's exactly look at your baby. And then the when a baby is on, when they're doing tummy time, so when they're little, to lift up their face and their chest, if you actually watch them, they open their mouth. Yeah. That's the way, then your breastbone, everything can sink down, so yeah. you can have that freedom, that movement in your upper body. Yeah. And it's the same thing. So when we, you know, if we want to flex our spine forward, we breathe out naturally that's just something that's our parasympathetic system working that's just doing it naturally and then if you actually extend your spine you look up you open up your shoulders you look up at the sky you breathe in that's just something that happens but again it's yeah letting your body do what it needs to do i hang out I'd, yeah yeah i think that's there's something so empowering about not trying too hard to do a hundred different things but really going back to the innate um self is super powerful it is super powerful yeah. and that's why it's just an incredible subject to explore i've loved it when you first said it to me i thought god i could talk about this but well this is the yeah. thing is there's a little bit of it for everyone and like you said you're a mother you're a pilates teacher you are a sister 
you are an incredible daughter to your mum. By the way, how is your mum today? Yeah, my mum. My mum is really well, thank you. She had um, she had breast cancer that was in her lymph node. She had a mastectomy. She had her lymph nodes removed. She then had two years of chemotherapy and radiotherapy. It was really really tough. Yeah. And then she then had um, the reconstruction surgery. And now, wow, like she's come through and she's really well thank you but again that was a mindset and you know she she's she's amazing like she was never gonna let this get the better of her she had that mindset that she Mm. she wanted you know she was like I've I've got three children and I've also got a husband and I love my life and I'm not I'm not giving up yeah and I think Um, going back to the sense of community and and mm. having that togetherness with people but Coming, you know, having the journey that you've had and, you know, being a mother of, of two, cu- the cutest little girls. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to concentrate whenever I go over because making a so racket in the cute. kitchen. But um, whether, whether it be giving advice to your daughters or anyone out there uh, in relation to your body and your belly, like what, what sort of... Do you know? Would you like to carry on? That's something. Oh God, I think about a lot. I just, I think we're there's so much pressure these days. You know, on social media and what you have to look like. And I just, God, I just want you know, I just want my girls to be happy, and I want them to feel like that they don't give a shit. That's what I want to try and ingrain in them. Who cares? Who cares? You know, we're all made the way we are and we have to love. (laughs) And my girls are never going to have long, skinny legs. You know, we're built with a bottom and, (laughs) you know, we, we... we do have curves. Like, they might have a small waist like I did, but they, you know, that's... It's learning to love ourselves the way we are. And But then we can make the best of who we are as well and that is carried in doing what we love and then you when you Mm. find passion when you find you know good people as well like that's something like you know surround yourself with people who make you feel good and then you don't have to worry about all those silly things that really no, no one cares about um that's what my you know for my girls I just I want them to have some great mates and fun and find something that they love to do and then hopefully they'll be able to help others because they believe in it so much yeah that would be yeah I love that and funnily enough you will see the the recurring themes (laughs) it's I just love how we all have such different walks of life different experiences have accumulated different um yeah, sides of sides of life, and and it all really boils down to to some of these these important lessons in life. So, Louise, what would you? So you spoke about your breathings, but if you had to live, give us three or a couple um, winding down techniques, what would be your go-to? Whether it's on a mat or whether it's in the tube on the way <laughs> back home, or okay, my top things that I would say to people to release and free the belly would be so let's try it let's do it together okay okay put one hand on your chest and one hand on your tummy okay and I just want you just to completely relax you can close your eyelids you can I'm gonna close my eyes just because like it gets in my little world (laughs) (laughs) 
And then I just want you to breathe in through your nose. And I want you to try and expand your rib cage to the sides, to the front, to the back. And I want you to expand between your rib cage and your pelvis so you feel like your belly is expanding to the sides, the front, the back. And then as you breathe out, I want you to breathe out through your your mouth, but I want you to make a hiss noise. Okay, so... It will ever keep going. And then enjoy that moment, that pause at the bottom before then you take that next breath. And do you know what? It's easier when you're lying down on your side because I think you can fill your body with air more. Yeah. But that hissing and your hand on your chest just noticed how everything just let everything go let everything just sink into a mat give in to yourself that would be my number one thing and then my second thing would be posture Mm -hmm. when you're feeling a little bit unconfident uneasy I'd say right just try and just stand tall and just let your shoulders just Mm -hmm. sit let them go, just let them sit, not necessarily pulling them down, just let them sit. Mm. And then the second thing was your jaw. Notice what your jaw does. We carry mm. a lot of tension in our face. Yeah. Just let that lower jaw jaw go. Yeah, it's true. It's the, the big one. The after. big yeah. one. And then belly and fun, jaw, belly and jaw, and that <sighs> posture of thinking, okay, I'm going to sit tall, I'm going to stand tall, and I'm going to friggin' take on the world. Mm. <laughs> oh, thank I'm you so like, much. Thank Jenna. you so much, Louise. That was like such amazing tools to put in our amazing toolbox, oh. and giving giving us the freedom. Um, yeah, I think definitely the freedom of embodying ourselves and and stepping back into the body and and let our body take us where the mind usually struggles to go. Exactly. Oh, it's been so nice. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Free the Belly with Louise. I hope you enjoyed her insightful tips on how to improve your posture, freeing your belly, and feel more confident and happy. In Louise's words, love your mind, love your body, and love how you feel. To learn more about Louise's work, have a look at her Instagram page at livebrave.life. And don't forget to subscribe, share, follow us on Instagram at Free the Belly Podcast for more details and updates on upcoming episodes. Together, we can spread the message of freedom. Thank you for your support, and I look forward to sharing with you more inspiring conversation and useful tips for the future. And until then, be well and be free.